Girl Daily podcast, written by Stephanie Bond, narrated by Tegan Ashton Cohan, produced by Propeller Sound Studios. September 4th, Monday. When will your car be out of the shop? Kyle asked as he eased onto the interstate to take me home. After another day of boating, he looked tan and tousled and so handsome. Didn't I tell you? The company decided to take back the SUV and give me a new one. That's great. To go with your new position, of course. Mm-hmm. But it will be a while before it arrives. I know you're traveling less since you don't have to make sales calls, but what are you doing for transportation? I shrugged. Uber or Lyft or Marta. Kyle frowned. The train? Isn't that dangerous? It's not bad, and better than sitting in traffic. Still, I don't think I want a girlfriend of mine to ride the train with everyone else. A girlfriend of yours? I gave him a teasing jab. Do you have more than one? Of course not, you know what I mean. And what kind of people do you think ride the train? People who have no other option. It was hard to chastise him when I'd always felt the same. I'd ridden the train when I was younger and poorer, so not having to had made me feel like I'd come up in the world. He reached over to clasp my hand. I just want you to be safe, doll. All that talk about finding a woman dead in her car has me spooked. He'd have a stroke if he knew I'd been the finder. I'm fine, I assured him. And don't forget Anthony moved in. Right. How's that going? So far, so good. That's a sweet setup to have your personal assistant living with you. You're going to be the most successful sales manager Traxton has ever had. Let's hope so, I said. December couldn't come soon enough. He wheeled the convertible into the turnaround in front of my building. Do you want to come up? I asked. It'll just be us. Anthony has plans. Can't, he said. I have several procedures tomorrow, so I want to get in bed early. Alone? I wondered. Libby had left mid-afternoon. But for all I knew, she could be waiting at a pink berry for him to pick her up. Last night was great, he said, as if he'd read my mind. I thought so too, I murmured. And I'm glad business is good, he nodded. Thanks to Lib and her social media stream. Oh, and thanks to you for being nice to her, he winced. Although you could be nicer. I'm sorry she just rubs me the wrong way. She doesn't mean to, he said. She's not used to being around common people. Common people? Like me? No, common people like us. Non-actors. She likes you. And she really appreciates the Beltina you were able to get for her. So she hadn't realized the samples I'd given her were empty gelatin capsules. Phew. 
I kissed Kyle goodbye and climbed out. When I walked into the lobby, the chatty concierge, what was his name, waved. Hi, Miss Culpepper. Hello, there. How's your brother? He's fine, thanks. But when I swept by, I felt a pang of guilt because I hadn't checked in with Donnie for a few days. In truth, I didn't want to know if Mom's financial situation was worse because there wasn't much I could do about it until my Traxton bonus arrived. I stopped at the mailboxes to check for an envelope. Not only were my hopes dashed, but the stack of bills made my stomach clench. The money I was making with ATA would barely cover my mortgage. Selling my worn panties was starting to sound less icky, more entrepreneurial. I idly wondered how long I'd have to wear them to get top dollar. Two days? Three? I've been hoping to run into you. I closed the door to my mailbox with a bang and turned to give Charlie Graham a flat smile. Did you locate the owner of the earring that was lost in your couch? He hesitated. No. Then he sighed. Look, I want to explain about the day I drove through the parking garage. I held up my hand. Please, don't. He pursed his mouth. Okay, well, the reason I was hoping to run into you is I heard about the woman who was found in the parking garage and I realized it was the same night I saw the police car drop you off. Were you working there at the time? I nodded. Actually, I found the body. His face blanched. I'm so sorry that happened to you. Are you okay? Fine as frog hair. See you around. I turned and strode toward the elevator bay, but he was on my heels. Wait, don't you want to talk about it? Not to you. I said, beyond irritated, that he thought we were besties. The elevator dinged to announce its approach. I glanced toward the stairwell and made a split-second decision. I'll take the stairs. Up 30 floors? Charlie asked. I glanced over his stocky figure, then gave a wry shrug. Some of us work out. Bye now. The man must know his limits, because when the door to the stairs slammed behind me, he didn't follow. Hi there. This is Stephanie Bond, author of the Temp Girl Daily Podcast. The drama keeps building, doesn't it? If you're enjoying this story, I hope you'll consider leaving a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts to help more people find Temp Girl. Thank you so much. And come back tomorrow for another can't-miss episode of Temp Girl. Temp Girl.